The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Man, we've had so many uh, incredible stories on throughout the day. Chelsea and Shay in the morning, and I'm with you here from uh, 2 to 6 leading into Inside Sports. And I'm pleased to welcome to the show Dr. Justin Ezekowitz. Justin, I was uh, joking earlier, I'm used to dealing with sports positions, not ones like this. So I'm going to try to do the best I can on your title, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Cardiologist, U of A professor in the Division of Cardiology and Director of Cardiovascular Research and co-director of the Canadian Vigor Centre. Is that acceptable? Yeah, that's great. You uh, you nailed that one. I, I'd like to see my goals and assist uh, stats as well. <laughs> I'll, I'll have to look those up on HockeyDB and see if you're there. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, uh, so much I'd like to talk to you about. I, I mean, I mentioned the Canadian Vigor Centre. That's V-I-G-O-U-R. Well, what is that, first of all? Well, sure. So we're very lucky in Edmonton at the U of A and, and the Mass that we have a real wealth of researchers that are linked directly into the clinical realm of and the clinical science that goes on behind the scenes with patients and clinicians alike. And so the Canadian Vigor Center is one of those organizations at the center, the official center at the University of Alberta. And it ties into the MAS and, and other groups by doing the clinical trials and some of the other uh, science around cardiovascular health. So, for example, we help run some of these clinical trials that help prove whether or not a, for example, a drug, a new drug is as good as the old ones or better than the new, better than the old ones. Or we test new therapies of, that are uh, in, in the world of which blood tests to use in the ambulance or, or many other things that really impact direct clinical care. Now, I, I understand there's uh, some research here involving machine learning and even artificial intelligence, which maybe can sound sp- spooky for people like me who watch too many science fiction things, but I, it's obviously nothing like that. So what, what can you tell me about machine learning and, and AI here? Well, AI and machine learning, they are as spooky as you mentioned. They are really what drives a lot of what we do in day-to-day life, such as when we order something online or uh, when we're hoping that our spam uh, email filter works. That's really uh, machine learning and AI working in the background and trying to help you about your life. Now, in healthcare, when we're looking at how do we apply this, uh, we're all a giant set of data points. We're a, a lot of information that we carry around with us when we encounter the healthcare system, such as a hospital or a physician's office. And what we've been trying to do is use that information that is collected on a routine basis on the behind the scenes type of information and use it to predict whether or not uh, somebody will be hospitalized again for heart failure, which is one of the uh, types of uh, things that people are quite frequently hospitalized for and very frequently re-hospitalized for. So we're trying to use AI and machine learning especially to use it to, to our benefit, to see if we can figure out who's coming back to the hospital quickly and, and who can we keep out of the hospital efficiently. Dr. Justin Azikowitz joining us on 630 Chad Heart Pledge Day. So uh, maybe you sort of touched on them there, but what are some of the research projects that you and your colleagues at the MAS might currently be working on? Well, there, there, there's a ton, and I will tell you that the, the MAS is a hotbed of um, clinical tr- clinical trials, clinical projects, and so some of the ones that I'm working on right now are where um, I'll just kind of run the top to bottom, a couple things such as uh, does the amount of salt we eat in our diet make a difference for the clinical outcomes for patients with heart failure? Um, does taking an extra fiber change 
the, the gut microbiome, so the, the, the bugs in our gut um, for people with heart disease. We're also testing a new drug after a heart attack. We've got um, a couple of colleagues around the city testing this new drug after a heart attack. One of my colleagues, uh, Dr. Kevin Bayes, has been looking at whether or not we use these tiny little ultrasound bubbles to kind of blow up a clot during the uh, during a heart attack and help kind of the blood flow down the artery. And then we're doing other trials where we are the leaders of the kind of part of the national and global leaders where we've got things such as intravenous iron, uh, where we're giving an extra bolus of iron to people with heart failure to see if that changes how well they do um, in terms of their function. And so we've got a, I could literally go on for another hour if you have it. We have projects that, that seemingly are endless because there is a need for these projects for our patients. Well, wow, that that is that is amazing stuff, and just hearing some of those things is is really incredible. And and, and you know, you mentioned things like salt and fiber, and those are things you kind of hear just as a, a a lay person. And you're obviously in there doing the actual work to quantify some of these things. I'm curious, Doctor Zekowitz, uh, how? I mean, I, I I read your title there at the beginning. How did this play out for you? How how did you uh, sort of be, become uh, who you are? I'm wondering about your personal story to working at the Mass. Well, sure. Well, my, my story is uh, one of serendipity. So I, um, I love uh, being part of cardiovascular health and trained to be a cardiologist. But I also have my other passion and my other hat that I, I love doing science and the research around heart disease. So the MAS has allowed me to do that by, uh, first of all, nobody's more surprised than I am that they would hire me to, to be in the role where I get to do both. And um, my story is really uh, one where I did start at the U of A. I did a lot of training abroad and in the U.S. And then I came back to the University of Alberta right around the time when the MAS was being formed and built. And uh, working with my colleagues, including the director, Rob Welsh, we were, you know, I was able to secure a, a position here to where I could continue that, uh, both the clinical practice, which I really love doing, but also partner that with the research around uh, you know, how do we make people's lives better from a cardiovascular health perspective? And so my journey is kind of a, a long and windy one, but I think uh, whose isn't? Yeah, well, that, that that's incredible. Can you sort of tell me the role that donor support to the University Hospital Foundation has played in supporting and also advancing research at the Mass? Sure. One of the things that we've realized is that we are a really strong clinical research group and we are made better by each donation and that allows us to get things such as pilot data which is you know doing a smaller study as a launch to a bigger study so that the seed money that really will help uh, support us going to a larger granting foundation across the, that can be competitive nationally so every time we, we see a donation go towards research we recognize that the multiple of that is going to be usually about three times or four times so that every dollar put in is worth four dollars uh, and growth and so that actually is the way that we look at it whenever when we're approaching our research that we will take that dollar and multiply it by doing and testing each um, type of scientific project we're doing and with, with full expectation that we will need to seek out additional support from other governmental or or not or non-governmental agencies to, to help out with the next layer of the research 
I, I know obviously you, you're you're busy, so I don't know how much you, you've had uh, time to, to listen today or, or past Heart Pledge Days, but certainly you're aware of, of the impact. What's it like to hear some of the personal stories? I mean, even in the hour plus I've been doing it, going back a decade, people still telling the story of their experience at the Maz and how thankful they are. What's it like for you to hear those? Well, it's, it's always uh, it's heartwarming, no pun intended. And you know, one of the things that I, I like to hear is, those are, are wonderful success stories, and we're, we have great uh, clinical people, so our nurses and physicians and physiotherapists, you name it, across the board, and they provide wonderful care. Um, I, we're also touched by those patients who never made it to the hospital in the first place or got diagnosed late, unfortunately. We need to do a lot better at that and work hard to understand the science behind that. So the, the heartwarming stories are built off great clinical care, which is built on a, a foundation of research and innovation. And so those stories um, are, are wonderful to hear. And I think we, we need more of them and we will continue to grow and, and, and uh, build more of those stories as we go. Yeah, well said. Before I let you go, did I miss anything important? Well, look, I will tell you that this is great that you're, you're hosting this. I think everybody should uh, just take a moment and think about their own heart health, whether or not uh, they're actually donating a dollar or not. But just take that time today and think about, you know, how can they improve their own heart health um, and perhaps those of their family. And do that today and don't don't wait. It's, it's nice and blue skies and sunny outdoors today. So that the time is now to take that on. Right on. Dr. Ezekowitz, thank you so much for joining us on 630 Chet Heart Pledge Day. All the best with your future work and your future research. We really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me.